Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Scanning the Frequencies on this Monday, Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Uh, Jason will not be able to be with us tonight. He had an emergency. He had to go pick up his kids, and it was like a a two-and-a-half-hour ride. So, Jason, you know, let us know when you're back safe, and we will miss you tonight. But we have a special guest with us who is also now, instead of being a guest, going to be a (laughs) co-host, Fabian Trahan. Now, hello, hello, hello. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about – he's my cousin, so we're just going to pretend like he's not right now. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to tell you a little bit about himself. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, my name is Fabian Trahan, and I am with uh, the I'm with Ectophobia Radio. Uh, it's been a, a long journey. I've had Ectophobia Radio since 2008. But my story goes back a lot further than that. Uh, it goes all the way back to 1976, and uh, Lisa knows this story, but I'm going to tell everybody here. And I actually was on live. I was on live paranormal uh, back in 2013 with uh, John and Sophia Temporelli of the Ghost Host Show, and that was a blast. Oh yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, anyway, my story goes all the way back to 1976. Uh, what started my paranormal journey. Uh, I had uh, been. Li- we were living in a farmhouse out in the middle of the country in Pierce, Texas, and um, I was in a bathtub, and I was just getting done with my chores, you know. And I was getting in the bathtub. I mean, and I was laying in the bathtub, and as I was starting to fall asleep, there was something out of the corner of my eye in a mirror, and it started forming into like a shape, and it was a blue ball, and then it turned into like a blue glowing ball, and then it manifested like into a like a child like a girl and it was staring at me through the mirror and this is you know i'm just sitting and i'm petrified and the bathroom's starting to get cold and i'm trying to figure out what it is so i'm like totally just i can't move and it's like probably 30 seconds it felt like two or three minutes and i just jump up out of the bathtub naked and start running down the hallway and almost fall down the stairs oh my god after that and all these things were happening up to that point in the house, and I was being blamed for them, you know, like it was my fault. And oh, wow. I, my brother and sister-in-law raised me, so out in the country there, and this big old house, and they left me in this big old house, and it chose to manifest itself. But it was trying to get my attention before then. It was like leaving the water on, turning the lights on in the kitchen, and the cabinets Having were, you know, you. being left <laughs> open, and See, the house had a live well underneath it. It had a running well under the house, oh. and a lot of. And um, later on, I found out that that's a catalyst for, you know, oh, psychical yeah. energy, like yep, you know. Water. Yep. So <laughs> it was like, wow, man. Then all this happened, and I'm just a kid, so I go into town and I ask, 
you know, I go to the librarian who I knew done the like the, the Halloween shows, and I knew she loved that kind of stuff. So because I was raised not, you know, the, it was all nonsense. So I'm oh, like, for you know, I'm not telling nobody because I don't want people thinking I'm nuts, you know. So I go to the librarian and at the elementary school. And by the way, I'm only eight years old. I'm not no, even quite eight yet. So here we are. I'm like, ma'am, can I ask you a question? Mrs. Wilson, she was the librarian. And she said, sure. I said, um, what, you know, what are ghosts? I started asking her a bunch of questions about the house. And she said, you live in that house? And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, because right then and there when she said, you live in that house? Oh. I knew something was definitely <laughs> going on. She lived there all her life. And she's oh. pulled up on the microfish. You remember what a microfish is? No. Remember no. those? What, well, what, it was a, it's like a projector that you slid pictures around. You know, you would move the pictures around. It was like the early version of the internet, but it was like a, you know, like it's like a lighted picture. Like a 3D thing. Well, like 3D no, no, it was like 1976. So, anyway, yeah. it was it was like a picture projector, and you could see newspaper articles and photos in it. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yep. And you had like this handle, you moved everything around. She yes, started I I digging there in in the library office and found that a girl had drowned in the bathtub oh, in that God. house. It was three baths in 11 rooms, and the girl had drowned in the bathtub there uh, back in like 1947. And I'm sitting there looking at this, and she said, are you sure you didn't know about this? And I said, no, I did not know about that. I'm asking you what, what, what was going on. You just knew about the house, but yes. Anyway, after that, man, it turned my light on. And right. I started realizing that there was a little bit more to it. I, that feeling that I had that one time that that, that switch got turned on, yes. it's like it turned on something inside of me where I'm able to, you know, I can like sense it. Tune in. Tune in. And it's Tune like in. it's, also, it's, parasent, it's clairsentient. I'm sorry. I guess yeah. you could say parasentient, but that would be like yep. two <laughs> pair. Yep. Clairsentient. And um, I've been somewhat clear audience as well i've heard yeah me too. i've heard voices um, and especially you know you hear that like a whisper and you really don't know what it is and then because you weren't doing an evp session or something and then you yep. do an evp session you hear the voice and you go back and play it and bring it up above so many hertz and you're like below the human voice it's like wow man you heard it I actually know, I the same thing i do the same thing yep yep yeah, and that all happened in Pierce, Texas in 76, and that's the beginning of my journey. Yeah, is there anything else you want me to bring up about that era, or did you want me to move on? Well, well, you could continue on. I mean, when we go back, though, I wanted to say something. When we're kids, when I was a kid, you were raised different than me. I'm like, oh, like yeah. my, my family, my, every day was a ghost conversation. I was just completely cold. Oh, yeah, our family was Baptist. The yeah. yeah, but my mother was Catholic. Oh <laughs> uh, well, originally I was Catholic. I, I mean, when yeah. I very, was real young, uh, I was I went to I went to Catholic school yeah. for like like two or three months, and yep. then my mom, my dad was Catholic, my mom was Presbyterian, which is like, uh oh, you got oh, yeah. like, <laughs> and I learned I later on that it was not a very good thing to be. And my dad was excommunicated from the church, and she was called a Protestant whore, oh, amongst others. <laughs> Well, that but just then I mean, he just, the, yeah, he became Baptist. <laughs> he actually became a Baptist missionary and went overseas, yeah. and he was a cook. Yeah. And he went to hundred and something countries. But I didn't grow up with him. He kind of took off on us and left us. Oh, well, you know, and that's we know the, how yeah, that is. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I know that from my own kids. So, you know what I mean? With the with the takeoff, you know. Yep. But God, I mean, what, what, yeah, when we were when we were little, 
so you didn't have anybody to embrace it in your family. Like, no, I I didn't. And that really that kind of went on a tangent there. It was just yeah. explaining the part where, you know, he, he became Protestant for that fleeting moment with my yeah. mother. He had been Catholic for all of his life. I'm, I'm Cajun French. My family's originally yep. from Louisiana, the majority yep. of them. Uh, bon temps relay for all the Cajun out there. I'll say that to y'all. I've been in yep. Tennessee for 35 years, but I grew wow. up in Cajun country. Yep. And... I have uh, I've been living up here for for a hot minute now. And you all and paranormal has been your uh, your life since that moment in the bathtub. Exactly. Right? And it has been what? your whole life. Yeah, ever since yeah, let me get back on topic. Um the on 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 the subject matter. Yeah, ever okay, since 1976. Uh mm-hmm. I just trying to want to give everybody a little a little insight into who I am. That has not heard of me before. Um, in '76, when this happened, it like turned on a switch. And after that point, and after actually seeing that on that on those pictures and reading that, yeah, you know, the daughter of Shanghai Pierce or granddaughter of Shanghai Pierce drowned. I realized that I'd actually seen something that was quite fantastic, and you're not supposed to see it. And I'm like, man, I, I want to know more about this. I got I got uber curious about. Yep. You know, spirituality, spiritualism, and um, I'm real, by the way, my sister-in-law was what they would call neo-pagan. Right. My brother Thomas was, uh, he was like the guy, he he was offshore. He worked out in the Gulf of yep. Mexico. And, but she, when he was gone, you know, when the, when the cat's away, the mice play, she would bring out all the the interesting things of neo-paganism. As, right. Like, you know, the stones. And yep, yep. The, the the runes and she it would do it behind his bag and she was like she considered herself kind of well it was Donna and uh, Donna was a wonderful wonderful sister-in-law she showed me that you know everything that happens it happens for a reason and then Thomas was right. like well it's all on God but we'll not get into the whole division of that let's just say I had a dichotomy right I had the religious side and then I had the you know spiritual side. And I and yep. I love both of them, but the spiritual side, because of what had happened to me, I really tuned into that more. And over the years, it, it's just like I you know I began to realize that there's something more, something more going on with me, where yes. I could sense, you know, sense that. Does it sort of like the way with? I'm, I'll, I'll ask the question. Is it sort of the same way with you, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, with me, yeah. My, well, see. When I was when I was a kid, I mean, as far back as I can remember, I must have been like three or four. When mm-hmm. I used to see little Walter, when well, my spirit guide, everybody seems to know who that is, but if they don't, it's Walter. Um, yeah. He, he was he was little, like me, not little, but maybe a little older, maybe like mm-hmm. seven. He looked, and and he was dressed in. He had very long hair, very long dark hair, like long, long, like mid back hair. And he had mm-hmm. like on these, these swedish looking pants, and he had on like a I don't know like a chemise type of shirt or something, and he mm-hmm. would sit in the chair and talk to me. But my mom knew that, and since I since my family was very open to paranormal, instead of instead of her saying oh he's imaginary or whatever, she'd ask me what he says, and <laughs> she'd say would you go tell him what do you think about this? Because if she was going on a trip or something, was it a good thing? Yeah, no lie. So I had the opposite. I had the what did he say? And then as I grew, though, as I grew, he grew. That's the thing. Like every image of him, when I was little, he seemed little. When I was like 
Um, I only saw him up until about 14, and then my my very best friend, Glenn Panelope, he uh, I knew him since I was three. He was mm-hmm. crossing the street and got run over by a car. Okay. Oh goodness. And, and killed. And when I talked to the priest, because I was looking for like you know help, this is my best friend. He's dead. And the funeral and everything. And he was like, oh, God, only only the good die young. And I said, screw this. I never want to see my spirit guide again. I was so mad. I was angry. I didn't want to see nothing. So from that moment on, I dreamt of him. Right. And I would hear him. Like back in the day, me and my friend Annie, God rest her soul, she's gone. We'd be sitting there on the stairs. I remember I was, Annie. I yeah, remember but, Annie. Wait, no, back way back, way. Oh, is this a different Annie? Different, yeah. Different okay, one. okay. My apologies. Right. Oh, no, this is when you're real little. Okay, picture. go ahead. You've seen her picture, though. Yeah, but it's not the same right. one I'm thinking of. Go ahead. I'm so, sorry. So she, she, um, me and her be sitting there on the stereo, like, you know, jamming Ramones or whatever, you know, being stupid. And all of a sudden, voices would break through the speaker. And we go, what the hell was that? And now mm-hmm. I look back at that and see what I do now. We're like, what did they say? Hello. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> We'd be going hello, and the ecstatic voice would come in and say something, and I uh, and then I realized now that that was probably him, right? At that very point, because we'd be like hello, and then we'd sit and listen, and it'd be like hello, and we'd like whoa. <laughs> but what was your that, what was your what did you think it was at first? Did you say did you just think it was the uh, radio malfunctioning or something? No, it, like we would be playing an album, and it would do it like it would just come out. Oh, of yeah. And we'd be like, hello, back to the speaker. So early on, you figured out there's a way that they yeah, can come through. We, yeah, well, my, that's great. From, from my eighth birthday, I mean, my, from my eighth Christmas, I unwrapped my present under the Christmas tree, and my mother got me my first Ouija board, put it that way. Oh, brother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. lived in a, quite a different kind of family where dad was going over to our Aunt Mary's to go get the evil eye off of them. No, it was it was kind of... <laughs> Well, that's interesting because growing up in South Texas, um, I had a lot of Hispanic friends. In fact, I mm-hmm. learned how to speak Spanish really young because the majority of my friends were Hispanic. I learned too. And, yes, uh, awesome. Esta bueno, mi amiga. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Little Italian in there too. Yep. Amiga. Amiga. But um, no, we, uh, yo conozco poquito español porque no, esto en Bella Lange. It's yeah, very beautiful. Just, just a little bit. And um, <laughs> no, no, and all back to English. Um, yeah. Growing up, I grew up around a lot of Catholic families, and I'm very well, I'm very well versed in the evil eye. Um, yep. The uh, Hispanic family, the Mexican families down there, they and believe in that, and they also oh. believe in something I would like to share with you. And I'm actually what? I'm writing a book oh. about the many. Uh, I'm about, I've got a publisher lined up, and I've just oh, got to finish it. If I can get time being a truck driver, in case y'all didn't know, I'm a truck driver, and I work yes. six days a week. You I'm only able to be on here because it's a holiday. Yep. But, yep. Um, I got to be here with Cousin Lisa. But, no, really, uh, back to uh, the evil eye aspect. And uh, since you brought that up, uh, I am just finished the Sanchez Bruja. That's chapter three of the book. Okay. And uh, I'm ta- And there's a true... There's something happened in 1979, uh, short, not too long after the Pierce incident. We moved out of the house in 79. Okay. Uh, and it was destroyed by a tornado in 1982. Uh, Ooh, that house that's no longer. Okay. Yeah, I know. Isn't that strange? Oh, wow. And, um, but, yeah, this, um, that's also in the, in the uh, chapter one of the book. Well, anyway, about the Sanchez Bruja, you were talking about the evil eye. 
Yes. And uh, my sister's first husband, Eddie Sanchez, his grandmother was a, was a bruja. Mm-hmm. And she had all these owls that she had um, up in her, uh, you know, she lived up in the attic in the little room. Yes. She was ensconced up in the attic. And I took one peek in there one day, and I saw all these dead birds and, and oh, owls wow. and no, things in there. She just had all these dead animals up there, and I thought yeah. maybe she was just mental, you know, mentally yep. ill. But it ended up being that, no, uh, Eddie's little brother, Michael, says, you don't want to go near her. That's grandma. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's grandma. And you don't want to go near her. And she doesn't, if she doesn't like you. And I'm like, okay. So I was oh. thinking he's just messing with me because my sister and I were staying there for the summer and helping them out right. with the farm out there in El Campo, Texas. Shout out to El Campo. And, yep. um, anyway, this, uh, there was one time when, Eddie's dad, Steve, had asked me uh, to take water and some food up to her. Right. And as I went up to, she's on the uh, second floor, so I'm going up the stairs, and it's like a pair of bicycles snapped around my body. Oh. And I couldn't move, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm freaking out. And you know, I'm like, I'm just locked into place, and I can't move, and I'm holding her food. Yeah. And I can't move, and I can't move, and I can't move. And her door's shut, and you know what she says through the door? What? Steve, he needs your help. Oh, my God. The old woman did. I heard the old voice, and I'm like, oh, man, that's creepy. So he come around there. As soon as he come around the corner at the bottom of the stairwell, it it unhooked. And he said, I'll I'll take this up there. And I'm like, okay. And that was the second aha moment that happened to me that really, really uh, turned my antennas on, you know. And then uh, uh, then Michael told me about something called the Lachusa. Have you ever heard of a Lachusa? No. Uh-uh. Okay, well, let me tell you what it is. Lechusa in Hispanic in Hispanic folklore, it's it's like it's like an, a spirit. It generally it's an owl, and it has the face of whomever it's going to curse. Oh, I've heard of this, but I never so knew the name. Okay. It's, uh, and I may be giving a really rough draft explanation of it, but the Lechusa, they generally they're, they're you ever heard of a Tido owl? They're like the barn owl face. Yes, uh, yes. If you stare at the barn owl face long enough, it begins to re- supposedly manifest into the face of of whomever it is, you know, the curse has been put right. on. Oh, and okay, what's gotcha. interesting is that Michael, who was only a couple of years older than me, was telling me that he they had put a curse on, uh, the, on, on the neighbor's farm, neighboring farm that had sold them a, a diseased breeding hog or something. The, the oh, hog okay. had, yep. had disease. So he dropped dead of a heart attack in his front yard. Oh God! Like okay. a week after Michael told me this. So and the evil eye thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They had to. <laughs> they did. I guess they were in there and they wrote there talking about how they had to take it off of them for putting yep. uh, her for putting the curse on her because she had a couple of other women who were like in their forties that would come over. Yep. And you could tell they were all you know they had the bones and the dead possum. Uh, oh, see, that, tail hanging that, from them. You know, these. You know, you could tell these were the. Uh, you know, these were the brujas. But yeah, I had that, to throw that in. As soon as you brought up the evil, that, I had to. I had to in, tell you about in that. Italian. Yeah. In Italian, is okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, please tell me. Well, I'll tell you. But this is how my dad put it. So I'm going to put it as bluntly as he put it. Okay. When somebody's talking shit about you. <laughs> when somebody's talking <laughs> shit about you. Okay. okay. You know it, because you start to get a fucking headache. This is oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Absolutely. And that's it. And, now we got, and he goes, I know somebody's shit talking to me. I got to go over to Aunt Mary. Then she would go to the stove. 
as she mm-hmm. would put the oil in the water in, and the way it separates, she would know if the eye was on him, the way the oil was on the, in the, on the water on the stove, and then oh. she would do some kind of prayer situation and take it off him. That's old divination. Yes, that is exactly what she did. Yeah, that that's. Exactly I've never heard of that, and I know oh, yeah. a lot of Italian people. I only learned half of it. She was supposed to teach me the rest of it. <laughs> that's but, fascinating. Yep, and, and it, you know, so he would go, "Come on, we got to go to Aunt Mary's. I got to get the eye off. Somebody talking shit about me." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, so I guess basically right. it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe it's the Latin, you know, you think of Italian and Spanish and Portuguese. Oh, they're very they're much all descended. They're all, the languages are yep. vulgar Latin, so they're all descended yep. from common ancestors in Europe mm-hmm. that were of Latin, I guess, Roman? Right. I don't know. Right. I would consider but, that. Yeah. I, I guess. Would, I don't know. Yeah. I, would, I mean, but, I, grew, I grew up in a in a very um, diverse town in Perth, Amboy, New Jersey, but a lot of Spanish. That's how I learned I learned Spanish. All my friends. You know, oh, like shout out to family. Perth Amboy. What a great oh, place. Yeah, and Woodbridge, yeah. too. Woodbridge, New oh, Jersey. Woodbridge, New, yep. Joy- Woodbridge, New Jersey. Used to run through there all the time. Had a New great Jersey. old time up there. I can't speak New Jersey. <laughs> you sound like you're from Boston. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm doing the beaner. I'm doing the bean, the bean town man, the beaner town man. With the car. I'm doing the beaner town man. No, with, with, yeah. with, with, with Jersey, you got to have a dog and you got to have the coffee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I knew. I actually dated a girl from uh, from uh, Lowell, New Jersey, or Lowell, New Jersey, Lowell, Massachusetts. Oh, she said okay. She she was a Beaner Town girl. Oh my so, God. Our, yeah, yeah, Beaner Town. <laughs> and they have like that, you know, where Gallows Hill is and everything. I got to see Gallows Hill and uh, like I've been to Salem. 1987. Yep. Yep, and man, Salem. it pre I call it pre Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever but, go to Sleepy Hollow? Oh, no, I want to go to Tarrytown. And, oh, by the way, oh, maybe we should let them know that we have an ancestor. We have. Uh, how we're tied in. You want to tell them the story of Walter Van Brunt <laughs> and how oh, yeah, Brom Bones of the uh, Washington Irving novel uh, yeah, the, has the, a tie the, to our family? Go ahead. I'll yeah, let you talk. He does. Well, the, Abraham Adrian, I believe he was, Abraham Adrian Van Brunt would have been mm-hmm. in the Brom. You know, that, that was for short for Abraham. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was a Revolutionary War soldier, and we mm-hmm. are tied. We are fa- our family is Van Brunt. Yeah, our family's connected. And That's how you know our family. My uncle, mm-hmm. I believe, back in the day. <laughs> so, oh, it'll be like great great grand something X to the third or something. Perhaps stuff. my grandpa. My grandpa was old, way older than my grandma. So my grandfather was born in 1888. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah, my grandmother was born 1911. My grandfather was born in 1888. So I don't know, 17. It's great, great. They had so many friends. The Van Brunt family had so many kids, okay, that mm-hmm. I can't keep track of them. But, yeah, we're connected back. And so we, and yeah. we went to Dawn and I. Dawn is, too. We're all connected. Okay? Yeah, I know, Dawn. And yeah, is, Marianne, is Marianne tied into the same line? I can't um, remember. She's uh, Van Brunt and Buck, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Yep. Ain't you know, they say stuff. it's a small world. I know. Look, yeah. the, the Van Brunt's up there, up in, like, you know, like uh, – you know, uh, Van Tassels and all, you know, the real, the, you know. Like, yeah, you know, those are real. Things. I mean, well, Washington Irving based uh-huh. it on real people. I mean, that a lot of people don't, that's, they that's just think it's crazy. all fiction. Uh, you know, it's not. Look There's, at Crane. Crane. Ichabod yeah, Ichabod Crane. Crane was a real. He was, it, yeah, they, but he they, was, uh, after he was. I'll let you tell. Well, Ichabod Crane, I believe, 
was based on, I don't know, the Crane family, which was really weird, I think. It's connected a lot to democracy and all that kind of crap. It's kind of like a weird scenario there. Uh-huh. We'll do that. But the Ichabod Crane wasn't a soldier until afterwards there was an Ichabod Crane. So yes. I can't, they can't quite picture, pack, put Ichabod Crane back into the, the Sleepy Hollow legend. They can throw Abraham Van Brunt in there, though. You know yeah, what the Van Tassel, the Van Tassel Van Brunt connection was connection. real. Oh, that's uh, all. Connected. And yeah. it was all real. But that being so close to Halloween, what a great way to be connected, right? Oh my God, isn't it's, that it's awesome? A, oh, <laughs> and I got another story. We were talking about Lowell, Massachusetts. Yes. The whole reason I was up there in Massachusetts in '88 is because my grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, God rest her soul. Uh, she was born in uh, Lowell. She was born in Nashua, New Hampshire, but okay. my but her 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 mother was born in Lowell, and her family went back all the way to the time of the of the witch trials. And I actually have an oh, ancestor. I have, oh, I have an ancestor. Yeah. Had she been not acquitted, I wouldn't be talking to you. I know. You know. So I, I understand. Mary I Harrington Taylor. Uh, yeah, I, that was, and she was acquitted, and she was acquitted. They didn't, they didn't get her. And guess what? <laughs> guess, what? guess what? You know who's my uncle? Was my no. uncle? Well, I know some of them. Giles Corey. Of course. Oh, the one they threw all the stones on top of. Yeah, but the whole oh, story behind him, I would like to. He's put a curse out. on him. Nope, I'd like to straighten that out right now. Okay, sure. Okay, the Corey family's connected to the Narragansett tribe. Okay. okay. They had a lot of land. Put it that way. Beautiful people, by the they way. Wanted, they wanted the land, okay? Well, Giles Corey, now I, I checked, this is all in Ancestry, so I definitely know the story. Well, okay. he was being pressed. He would not <laughs> admit that he was guilty because he was Right, that's, yeah, that's okay? what I've heard. He wasn't guilty. But he also had somebody come up and draw up a will because what they wanted was if they, if they killed him and he confessed, they got his land. Yeah, that's that's there what it was all. It was a power grab. Yeah. Every bit of it was yeah. a power grab. Right. So what he did was drew up a, a, a when he had somebody come and gave the land over to his sons ahead of his death. Okay. So that they could not take the land. It was all about the land. Oh yeah. So oh, I know that for a fact. I know the whole story because my family yep. is tied yep. in. So I can tell. I, we would run the show out. I can oh, tell you God. some things that I know too. But Giles Corey, yeah, he was definitely uh, one of the – in fact, uh, his wife, uh, she – yeah, he sold his own wife out. He sold his own wife out as as being a witch. Yep, I know. Originally. And then he regretted it. Yeah, he regretted it. Yeah. Yep. And but here we are talking about – we're talking about the witch trials and – Yeah. Oh, it goes back. it. It's that Loving that whole that whole uh, the whole scenario back there because I know that my family goes back to Narragansett. So it's oh, I know it does. Time. I've yeah, done your line, and that's how yep. I found you. And you found me. Yep. I showed yep. you. Hey, look at this. Even Up in Quebec, out. Canada, you got some Van Brunt Trahan going on yeah, here. I got. Oh my God! I know, and I got the bucks <laughs> up there too. I mean, it, I think the yeah. bucks were here, and then they went to. Canada. Yeah, the I'm bucks. Not mistaken, yeah. They were the bucks were here, and then after yes. the French Indian War, they went to Canada, yes. and then and then. <laughs> Like this whole, so they're everywhere. You know what I mean? Like between here and Canada, and the Van Brunt, you know, they just, you know, were everywhere too. They seem to be all over the place. You know that, all right? But the whole, the whole, the whole line. Oh, if you went to Sleepy Hollow, young man, if you oh, went I to can't the wait graveyard, to go. Oh, that's on my bucket list. 
if you went to the graveyard, just don't stay. There was this one motel, me and Dawn were going to stay overnight in Sleepy Hollow. Uh-huh. We stayed, decided to stay at outskirts, like, you know, in New York, outskirts of Sleepy Hollow. We went to so stay at this, like, you know, nice little motel thing. And we were in there for about 20 minutes. And we see a cop rolling by real slow. We're like, what the hell's going on? And then we see a girl crouching down behind a dumpster. <laughs> Oh, no. After somebody, we went back in and we left and went to went on to Salem. You understand what I mean? Like we, yeah. yeah. So we went on to Salem because um, we were headed up up to Salem. But the graveyard there at the old Dutch church, the names you got the Campbell family, you got everybody's in that cemetery. Fascinating. The Van Tassels, Van Arzels, Van da, 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 Van 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 Van. You know what Van I mean? Van Man. All the vans. Rocking at the van, man. Yep, all the band names, all the Campbell families. There, there's, there's a ton of people of 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 graves that me and Dawn, Dawn was like, hey, wait a minute, we recognize that name. Hey, wait a minute, you know what's weird though, Fabian? Yeah, I'm here. My, my tree, my family tree on the buck side decided to wipe itself out, but yet publicly, but I could see it privately, and I don't know how that happened. I don't know. That could be some kind of break in the genealogy or something. I'm going to change gears for you for a minute and ask you a yeah. question. When sure. you were there, did you use the Frank's box any? Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it. I, I knew did, it. I knew it. I didn't, uh, we, we were at Giles Court, you know, the, the, the cemetery thing where the stone thing is like, yeah. with him in, in Salem. In, and, uh, <laughs> well, we used it, at the, we used it everywhere. In Salem, uh-huh. we did. And it, we, of course, we were getting major stuff. Lisa, John, you know, Rich, because Rich Allen was there. Like everything. And we were all like into it, right? And it was right. really good stuff we were getting. But they seemed very familiar with us. And Walter, of course, was there. So, you know, well, yeah. you know everybody knows Walter. So he can in a kind of mediate between the people. Yes, we got phenomenal results. But then when we and Dawn were leaving Salem, okay, we get uh-huh. into the car, in her van, I should say. We get in her van, okay? Yeah. I'm sitting there and I got an alert from Ancestry that Giles Corey was my uncle. Oh, that is so great. Well, we were sitting in the car getting ready to leave. Well, I got a little uh, something to tell you about the story I just told you about. It, that more of my, my family's from Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother and um, the mother of Betty Davis, they oh, were wow. second cousins. Oh, my God. That's Betty cute. Davis, the uh, famous actress, you know, the yes, one with yes. all the creepy. The one with the eyes. Uh, yeah, the Betty one with the eyes. Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, that one. Not Kim Carnes, but Betty Davis, yes. Yep. Um, she is in our family tree, and that's the LaFaver family. Oh, and, wow. And uh, the LaFaver or LaFavor, uh, mm-hmm. it's LaFavor, deep favor. Right, LaFavor. Um, right, exactly. It. That name is directly tied into our, uh, to the uh, my mother's side, the Chambers family. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, all so right. yeah, and that's a little another little nugget. <laughs> so, well, but do you ever think? I mean, for a minute, do you ever think that more people? Um, I mean, this is going to be a real far stretch, but did you ever think that the descendants of what happened back then are more prone to the paranormal experiences? Yeah, I would think maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't, couldn't quantify it because it was, you know, most of them were superstitious and it was taboo and right, it was Right, but forbidden. you think that that's why we have more of an inclination? Yeah, because when you think about spiritual. it, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, there was a delay. Like being spiritual. And, and okay, and yeah, yeah. Sense things. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Uh, because 
we weren't as open. I mean, being open-minded is is all is is a, is a big part of the paranormal and being able to sense things it and is. feel things. The majority of people back then were they were instructed, and most of them were very. You know, if you look at if you look at if you could look at a graph of religious uh, connotations for human interaction then and now, you're going to see a big change in today from back then. People have become more open-minded. And yes. because I, yes. I mean, this is just my belief. You don't have to believe me. I mean, I'm just sharing I my opinion. That's what we do. Is it's just what I feel is that once you and because the person, you know, I was raised in a, dichot- a dichotomy of right. one was religion, one was kind of the you know the occult. And what uh-huh. I learned from is that the more I leaned toward the other side the more I could sense things, you know, and the more I could feel things. But if I had it in my mind that this was bad or dangerous or evil, then I, it was like, I guess you want to call it normal. You got paranormal versus normal. It just didn't feel feel nothing. I don't know about fear. I think it was more of just feeling like you were boxed in where you can't, couldn't open up yourself and say anything about it. Like I told you earlier, whenever that happened, I didn't want to tell anybody for fear of ridicule. I was, you know, I I just kept it myself and I had to find someone, the librarian to confide in about the paranormal. Oh my God. I didn't know there was, I was raised in the Bible belt, you know, so, you know, but then once my doors were wide open and my antennas were up, I've had some really great uh, interactions with spirit. Yes, me too. Um, I see. I go into it because I'm not afraid, and I think fear. We uh, fear when a person goes in afraid. Like I always said, we talked about this on your show. If you're looking for demons, you're going to find them. That's stop right. It. Yeah, you were on my stop show it. last week talking yep, about yep. that. Yep. And it's like stop it, stop it, because you know what Frank told me, and I'm going to say it here, because I, yes. told, I said it on your show, but Frank told me. Yeah, go ahead. Me, that going in like that will get you the results you're going to get are exactly what you want. Okay. You oh yeah. Like, so if Absolutely. You go these whatever these people wherever they are we don't know. I mean they're in another dimension. You can't see them. They could be right here. I mean that's response. We are here mm-hmm. to communicate with them and to learn from them. If they want it, whether it be they want to tell their story, whether it be they want to help you, they can answer questions instead of always looking for demons. Step back and start to look for answers. That, that is exact. That is so. That is such a salient point. Yeah, it's like communicating with them was his goal. Exactly. And yeah, sure, we got warnings. He got warnings. I get warnings. We got warnings all the time. But yet, it wasn't. We weren't afraid. It was just to you know, make sure that we watched out. Or you know what I mean? Or yeah, you know, you just said you just brought up a fantastic point, sweetie. You said about their story. Yes. When you what I've realized over the years, private and the public investigations we've done. Shout out to Nickerson, Sneed, and the Scott County Jail. um, Right. Is that they want their story to be heard? Yeah. And if you're telling the wrong story, you're going to find out real quick. They're not. They're not jiving with that. And. One thing I've learned is that if you go in with positive, you know, I always announce the pivoty that I'm bringing there. I'll, I will That's say right. to yep. y'all that are here that can hear me, can understand me, understand that we're coming in here with a kind heart and curiosity. We don't mean yep. you no harm. We just want to know if you're there, if you want to have a, something to tell us, and if you want to tell us your story, and we'll try to tell us your story. And I've had EVPs that say, That's wrong or no. 
Or, you yes, know, because you know, I'll be asking a question. No, like you ask a question. And you know what's weird? I don't know how it is. We're human, and that's on mm-hmm. the other side. But whatever it equals out to on that side that where spirits can actually kind of make you feel like, when no, I'm starting to feel like that wasn't the right thing to say or anything. Whatever that is, yes. if you get the story wrong, you begin to find out really quick. Yes, that you do. It, mm-hmm. That something is not jiving with what you're talking about. It's not not groovy at all to just go in there and start talking about things that you really don't know. And I know you had a similar experience to me. Uh, you this happened actually. This happened to me at a private investigation. I can't yes. tell you where because I I'm, I don't do that. But right. you had one at at Fort at Fort Mifflin where there were some people <laughs> that were. Go ahead and tell us about what happened in the case, mate. Uh, and you got some, oh, go ahead. I'll let you tell. Which part? Wait, which one? The one where the 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 they were they were calling him a murderer, William Howe. Oh my God. Okay, so we were all we were we were having an event and it was uh, a sleep with the ghost. So we were hosting. Okay, so me and like Greg and I think uh, Dawn and uh, you know everybody was we were in we were in um, casement one through five, mm-hmm. and, it, and the bus we were running the ghost box. It kept saying. Five eleven, yes. Five eleven. We're like, what? And it's like, go now. Five eleven, and we're like, what? Five eleven. So we start walking. We're like, where are we going? They're like, stop them, right? Stop them, and and we're like, okay, five eleven. And I'm like, it's uh, case made eleven. Do you want us to go to case? Because we're not, you know. And we got into case made eleven, so we did. We went there, and there was five guys from yep. New York. In case you case <laughs> and we're like, hi, how's it going, guys? They're like, yeah. You're like, what are you doing? They said, trying to get them to talk. I said, are you provoking? They're like, yeah. I'm like, you need to stop. <laughs> they wanted us to stop them from doing it. They were calling William a murderer, which he's not, okay? Yeah. Like, you understand? And, and, oh, and, I know that William yeah. wasn't a murderer. Right, well, In fact, William, William isn't bound to Fort Mifflin no, anyway. No, William is the spirit, and I can talk to him every day. If I call William and I ask him where he is, he's like, I'm right here. Okay. So he, he, no, if I call him, he's to come. He's not a, a ghost. He could talk to you. He will mm-hmm. come to the Fort with Walter, and he will talk to anybody that needs to talk to him properly, but not like that. So well, spirit remember, has free will choice, so I can totally yeah. – Job with yeah, that. and I and I've done I've did two hundred and ninety five hours alone in case made eleven research I know. So just alone, I remember. and then that's not counting the other research that I did and the ancestry research and the the living in the same place and taking care of his grave and finding his house. That's another story. I got out of the car, Perkhamville. His house was supposed to have burnt down, right? That right. Was a story in a historical society. So the mm-hmm. first time I went to Perkin, I'm going to go build and find his grave in the woods, which I found very easy, which is weird. Okay. I got out of the car with Mikey, and we walked straight ahead. And I looked. I said, his house didn't burn down. It's right there. I don't, right? So then the Historical Society, you know, that my girlfriend, Jen, she called the Historical Society and told them. So I went down there and gave them the location, and I got the phone call to come back down there. I was right. His house never burned down. Yeah, I know. I remember you yep. told me about that. And right. that I, now, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Now, how did I know that? Unless William was. Oh no, William was letting you know. Exactly. And, and, and I, yeah, in a. Yeah, way absolutely. Way. I wanted to ask you another question, just just mm-hmm. right off the cuff. Um, I, I, I'm just asking you because uh, right. I know that you gave me a really good answer to this, so I'm going to ask you again. Okay. Um, why Why do you feel that spirit has free will choice? Free will? 
Yeah. Because they come. Uh, okay. Okay. Because they can they can come and go as they please. I spirit. I don't. I have not met too many earthbound ghosts. You know what I mean. A lot of right. them seem to be spirits. Like if they have a location. Like okay, we'll go for Selma. Like the Fort Mifflin has a lot of history. Okay, mm-hmm. they could go, you know what I mean? So that's, yes. so does Selma. But at Selma, it was such a pristine mansion that they loved the place. And, of course, they're going to come back and visit. So if you want to talk to the other owners, the people that were there, the people that lived there, you could still communicate with them because their free will lets them talk. I don't know where they are. I don't know how they do it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. But if I was to say... You know, look for Mrs. Fournay. It's like Ruth at, at Selma. Yeah. And, and she'd come right on. It's Ruth. <laughs> yeah, I remember the article from yeah. 2015 yeah, that we, you were we, in the Buck yeah. Times. Yeah, that where you said because that whatever she came they are, they, they just don't have a body anymore. Now, right. we can't, we don't, we don't know. But I do know that they, they, they love, if I love somewhere, right? Yeah. And, and like, let's say I knew people were there, at, like, because I don't know where they are, but they can, they can know this. I mean, dimension, but we don't know. It could be right here. We don't know. Or, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and and if they see, oh, look, they're trying to talk to us. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I heard somebody's that. It's just like people. If you hear somebody's <laughs> down, see, they're playing at, the, at, at, at uh, the electric factory. Okay, let's go. Let's go, right? So maybe yeah. if somebody is saying, look, there's somebody there that's looking to talk to you. You want to go? You know, you want to go? You love the place? Let's go check it out. It's kind of, I feel that they're the same way as people. And the exactly. one thing that told me that was that ghost, uh, the um, well, it was a ghost box that was made by uh, Glenn, Glenn Orwin, okay? And we were running it in Casemate 5. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Okay. Running it in Casemate 5. And at Fort Mifflin, yeah. Yes, at Fort Mifflin. And literally it said, this is not a game. I'm a person. Yes. I've gotten that too. I've gotten uh, I've gotten something exactly. very similar to that more than once, and that, you know th- right that's like when you're there. Like one time I was with a curator of a museum, and they were they were telling a story, but they didn't quite get to the part. Well, but this ain't true, and something went boom in the back, you know, and it's like oh yeah. And she said, and then she immediately said, "I was getting there." <laughs> oh my God, see? She told the spirit, "I was getting there." <laughs> oh my God, you know. One time, Dawn and I at the fort, we were, because we did much, 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 much research there. We were running the Frank's box in Casemate 5. Uh-huh. Okay, they got a lot of bunks, so it's easy. Okay, so we're running it in Casemate 5, and literally we're hearing musket fire come out of the box. Boom, yeah, I remember. Yeah, boom, I mean, yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 like a cannon. We're like, what the hell are we? Didn't so they scare we, two Philadelphia police officers with a scream or oh something? Oh, my God. Was that at Fort well, Mill? Uh, I can't story. remember. I heard that scream, and I slept in the room, and I woke up, and the doors were all open. You don't even want to know. All right. But anyway, <laughs> um, okay, by myself, I slept in that room, okay, overnight. No, okay. thank you. I mean, I mean, and, I mean, no, depending the on the energy, I've done slept in places, but no, nah, I don't know. That. People think it was either Elizabeth Pratt or who lost, who died of yellow fever and lost her two children first and was depressed and the whole thing, and the fort was empty, and she died. All right, Poor or thing. Elizabeth Bunker who lived in the soldier's barracks, okay, who had um, a gastritis and died with a painful, painful gastritis. That's okay? a terrible way to die. Okay. Both Elizabeths. Okay. But I'm going to tell you from my experience, that scream uh-huh. from over the wall, not inside, 
It is okay. It's, it's like it's not a fox. It's not an animal because I know that I'm an animal control officer. There's no way this. We is got a video. Human. You can tell it's human. <laughs> but oh it, my god! Yeah. It is human, and it sounds like somebody blood curdlingly murdered Insane. or something, or or witnessing a, a a scenario or whatever. But it is yeah. The cops came in because they heard the scream. Okay, and uh, literally found nothing. Searched the whole fort, the you know outer barracks, everything. Right, <laughs> and yeah. The, they were leaving, and it screamed again. <laughs> so, did yeah, you want to know? Did you want to know well, about? Um, I was going to ask you. Uh, did you want to know about the the pod? I mean, did you want me to tell them about the podcast? Did you want to know what what I'm up to? Because I've got oh, some yes, projects please. coming. Oh yes, please. Yeah, tell us what's going on with you. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm I have the Ectophobia Radio, and I've got Trahan Radio Internet. Uh, the Trahan Internet Radio Network. You think I'd know how to say it? Ectophobia <laughs> Radio. Uh, FabianTrahan.com. I'm doing a few plugs early. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go to FabianTrahan.com, you'll find all of this. But also, I have um, uh, let's see the Parasanctum Podcast, which is uh, being it's being. I'm going to be getting it on Heart Radio soon. And I was yep. looking at live paranormal, how they were doing things, and I was very fascinated by Spreaker. So yes. I just checked it out, and they accepted me. Oh so, wow! Congratulations. Uh, I, I thank you. And I, <clears throat> I put I put in for iHeart, and they're reviewing it. But right. I'm gonna try to get the word out, and also um, I want to give a shout out to Pennsylvania Underground Paranormal Society. Ah, the pups. That's you guys. <laughs> you guys are rocking. You guys are rocking. And Donnie and everyone. I love my Donnie. You guys are amazing. Oh, I love you know, y'all. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. But that's good. Now, sure. I was saying that this, we were talking about this, um, Jason and I, about how unity, how uniting your radio, this radio, everybody working together in unity can cause a beautiful, like, system. You understand? Everybody working together to support each other. You know, really, that's true. That's a really good uh-huh. thing you just said there because um, I noticed that a lot of things have either faced have, have disappeared. I won't say the names out of respect. Yes, mm-hmm. I've done a lot. I've done uh, this will be my thirteenth interview, I and I've been I doing know. them since two thousand five. So yep. I've seen a lot of uh, great uh, audio podcasting, um, you know, formats disappear. Uh, yep. Some unfortunately, we've lost some people in the field. Uh, one of my great friends was Douglas Carnahan, and yeah. he was he he was the one over at Virginia City Paracon. And yeah. I'm not going to name all the names. We've lost a lot of people to this, also to this pandemic as well. I know that. Uh, so but I know. The, the, but other than that, um, the we do all need to kind of get together and get the message out and try to maybe smooth out our differences. I know a lot of the uh, the different groups, you know, you got two different podcasting groups that, yeah, well, okay, well, they disagree with that or disagree with that or this ain't right. Oh, no. Here, let me tell you something about the paranormal, and this is how I feel. If you start putting labels on everything, then you're probably going to miss something. If everybody in the room is thinking the same thing, then somebody's right. not thinking because right. the paranormal is dynamic. It's not yeah. static. There's all kinds of things going on, and we can't begin to quantify what's going on. All we can do is try to ask and research and try to determine, follow our own paths to that research, and try to figure it out. 
instead yeah. of arguing over you're wrong and you're right or making it a big glamour shot, you know, making it a big fame and fortune thing. Hey, look, the paranormal. I remember when I had a tape recorder, an old uh, <laughs> Radio Shack tape recorder and a condenser yep. microphone. And yep. I was getting, on a cassette, I was getting some great stuff. And oh, there wasn't all these shows on there. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. so I still have my stuff from way back. Well, I had it. Oh, God. Yeah. I yeah. No. I had, I had <laughs> well, it. you had it. You had it. I yeah. had it. Um, all my stuff from way back then. But you're right. And people need to drop your egos. And everybody needs there to you work, go. work side by side. And realize, that, like, support each other. All the radio shows supporting each other creates a great dynamic. It can create a portal, so to speak, of our own. You understand? Yeah, well, like I link to Live Paranormal and some groups that no longer exist, but they're still there. You know, maybe someone will Google them, and, hey, man, they had a really good thing going. And, you know, know. if you could pick that up, and, you know, the great ideas, the great great, uh, aspects of the paranormal, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that are similar, but they're not. There's a lot of things that you can say and can't say. But the one thing we can all agree on is that, Spirit has is, is just like the energy that I feel. There's something really big that's going to happen in the next few years with spiritualism, with the, with so the with the paranormal. Something big is going to happen because mm-hmm. technology is beginning to answer some of these questions. If I know, I know, it's not I know. the glitch in the matrix or something, or the glitch in the programming, not the glitch in the matrix. Glitch, that's yeah, really cool. That's something we can talk about later. Where you're looking at a leaf hanging in the middle of the air and it's not moved for 15 minutes. Let's let's correct that glitch. Oh in the uh, in the software or hardware, and it's not something that can't be, you know, debunked. But there's a lot of incredible things. I've got over two thousand something dollars worth of equipment, and I use like five things, and oh they're like God. the simplest things. But I bought everything because, let's say, hey, I've got this in my toolbox. Let's try that. Mm-hmm. You know, Every, so it's just, there. You know, if you can okay. afford to do that, that's fine. But, man, I always go right back to that little old digital recorder I and know. that old right spirit box. SP, I got a Shack Hack 12 587 that has told me more that I've ever needed to hear from any any other type of ghost box I've ever used. In fact, if you go to YouTube.com slash Fabian Trahan, here's a delicious plug. Yes, yes, um, yes. You will see back in 2011 I've done a seven uh, uh, Shack Hack 12587 um, EVP sessions and mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania to Virginia and on down. And they yep. got some really good replies. Richmond, Virginia, how I recommended I was in a Confederate graveyard, and I got some of the yes. most incredible replies from there. See, you know what? You, that's the thing. We get – there's so much out there. There is so much out there. I did get Frank permission, Frank always said – Frank said this. Frank Sumption said. Frank, I'm, I love him. Missing. I know. I miss him every day. I talk to him on the box, so That's I, great. I, and I still hear from him. The purple princess. <laughs> yes. But for me, I never called him that. I always called him Frank, and that's yeah. how he comes in and says, it's Frank. <laughs> You know that I never called him. Yes. I always called him Frank. Hey Frank, what are you doing, Frank? Frank, Frank. My dog's name was named after. Um, is exactly, named after. and Salma right. and Nifflin. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I got the whole spirit William H. Howell. I mean, the whole, all the all the dogs are named after spirits and locations. Exactly. Okay. But he always said, try anything. Don't saddle yourself down to one thing. Do what you know, whatever, whichever you want to use. If you want to try to build something, build something. You want to, oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Ricky LaFontaine and hey, the paranormal, paranormal truth seekers of the unknown. 
and you can look them up on on he, he's got his own podcast going on too. See, we're gonna awesome. do this. All right, that's the thing. He's got a podcast. Yeah, yeah, on. sure. Get the and, word and, out. And Jason, Jason, our co-host, is known as on TikTok as the Lazy Ghost Hunter. Hey, Jason. <laughs> he has quite an awesome TikTok, so you can look him up too. All right, I, I want to put that out there. I have to check what? all that out. Oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, I love it. I, I missed it. I noticed he invited me to a live last night, and I, I, I must not have my phone, and I missed it. I'm like, oh, good <laughs> damn. It showed up on my notifications. I didn't ever, never saw it at first. Yeah, I quit all uh, that partying. Yeah, yeah, right, partying. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you right. Jersey girls, you like to party. Yeah, right, in my pajamas, <laughs> sitting on the – like, I was probably sitting down or doing something well yesterday – I mean, yeah, I was I was exhausted from moving all myself from Jersey. No, nah, I know. I, I remember. I saw your status. I'm just. I'm just oh my around. God! You know, I got I'm a question quick. for you, Lise. Um, what do you think of ITC water experiments? I'm, I don't know too much about it, so I really can't. I really can't say. I, I've never. About, I've never done them. Well, ten or about ten years ago, I, I did a few, and I got some really interesting stuff from them. Um, like images, like dog, got dogs and pictures, like people's faces and things. I've is that pareidolia? Yes, that pareidolia? That. Do you yep. think that's pareidolia, or well, do you I mean, think something's much, going I, on? Look, I took a picture of a damn clown today. It looked like a face blowing. Yeah, something out of its mouth. Okay, the human so, mind can turn anything but, into a face. But is it turning it into it, or are we seeing something? That's, that's a good question. That's the that's a sixty-four thousand dollar question, and we'll that's continue what I mean. to and be it, asked. Yes, and it, 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 so if what you believe, you know what I mean? Like when yes. I look at the sky, to me, I look at the sky and I know the ancestors are up there and I know the stars are up there. That's my belief system. Oh, me too. You know? the whole, yeah, the whole Simba thing. Yeah, yeah I dig yes. it. And, and so to me, anything, a feather falling from the sky landing in my path is a sign for me. So there's yes. different ways of thinking for everyone. You know, you just find your That's own the end. beauty of it. You just nailed it right there. Everybody, you know, that's the great thing. You just nailed it. Being open-minded means you drawing your own conclusions on all of this. That's yes. all about you. That's on you. And if anyone yes. refutes that or disagrees with you, then they're not open-minded. They have no. decided at the very beginning, what I learned as a kid, being in religious and the other side, is yes. that... The one side is completely closed, one side is open, but you're right in the middle, and you should always draw your own conclusions and follow your own path to, right. to research and figure out on your level how you interpret that, no matter what yes. other people are saying. You just keep keep on keeping on. Be, do you. Yeah, don't be influenced because being do influenced takes you. away from you. Be That's you. right. Don't be anybody do else. You. Look, at my, my niche is the ghost box and EVPs. Me too. That's my niche. Okay, that's what I feel that I do best at. Yeah. That's I don't know. Maybe Two of the five I things that I use in my, right. most of my investigations, you know, yes. are, the, are those exact two things. In fact, I'm going through EVPs uh, tonight for the Nickerson mm-hmm. Sneed House investigation. Yes. So, oh, wow. and, I, and I hooked it up to the mix board. You can do it. I figured it out. And now yep. Yep. I'm going to be able to use it and run it through Audacity and run low pass below 280 hertz and mm-hmm. get some. see if I can get some goodies. No, oh, yeah, I guarantee you do. You know what I mean? I guarantee you do. For me, I've got I've got to review a lot of box stuff, but yet because I run it, you know what I mean. But I run mm-hmm. it, but it's still even so. I had to. It took me two years to for a constant Walter to figure out who he was. You know right. what I mean? So always 
research. Don't give up. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people, they get frustrated. And if you're getting frustrated, then I guess you're just not really into it because you you can you know if you if you turn your head or you shut something off at, mm-hmm. at, at you know at the wrong time or at the time that you think that you're done you know a mm-hmm. lot of them let me tell you this is a really great thing I can leave us off on I know we're getting close yeah we're getting um, close to I'm gonna that. tell you this one of the greatest things I love about the paranormal is that you can sit there and be in an investigation. Or walk around and do your do all your do what you think. I always have an itinerary because mm-hmm. that really helps you. You can really get off track if you don't keep an itinerary of what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like, do like an outline. You know, I want one A, one B. You know, but uh, without getting into all of that, just yeah. basically realizing that. Oh, I think we lost you, cousin Fabian. Okay, we lost you. I don't know what happened. You're still there, but you are muted or something. So I'm going to let this go, and I want to thank Fabian. Yep, yep. All right, hold on. Uh, we lost it. All right. Wait, no, we're there. We're still here. Are you here? Yeah, it keeps closing it out. Oh, I got you. Yep. Um. Okay. Hello? Okay. Well, I got him on the line. I'm going to end the call because he's not. it's dropping him. Okay, so everybody have a wonderful night, and thank you, Fabian, for coming on. Okay. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.